Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Bold Sports. We're at 61. 61 episodes of this show. It's younger than our parents. We should have had a quiz by now. Yes. Um, well, it's it's going to be a big one, so study. Yes, yeah, study. Uh, there's going to be names, notes, and numbers. Yeah. A lot of, <laughs> lot of like obscure soccer references, a lot of golf stuff, all of it. Yeah, that works. I mean, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll keep it going. Okay. That'll work out. All right. So anyway, it's, I'm happy to be here for episode 61. So uh, how was your sports week? <sighs> it's been so long. It, it seems like it was like a week ago. Uh, that uh, championship Saturday happened right in in college football, and we were, we were all anticipating, you know, so, the Pitt Panthers against Clemson, and we expected the Pitt Panthers to put up a game against them. Um, it lasted a game for the first half, barely. Okay, so the first quarter and a third. Yeah. All right. Um, but now, I mean, it, it, and when you're going up against a team like Clemson, they they. They're tough. Yeah, well, no and, shit. And, and I'm scared for Notre Dame, being Notre Dame fan that I am. Uh, I'm scared against Notre Dame, and I have a bunch of guys I work with that are Alabama guys. They're like, yeah. yo, are we going to see you in the national championship or what? I'm like, I'd love to say yes, but we got to get past Clemson first. Like, fuck you, you do. I'm like, I know this. I'm like, because Clemson's tough as fuck. Yeah. And Notre Dame almost lost a pick. Notre Dame... Almost lost to Ball State. Yeah. Notre Dame almost lost to, um, what's that college? Vanderbilt. Um, you know, they didn't almost lose to Vanderbilt, but they should have been way higher score than it was. Clemson is just a power now, and like people they just are. need to accept that. And they are. Don't Dabo, be surprised. And, and Dabo Sweeney's swinging his cock like fucking uh, Nick Saban over there at Alabama. Mm, so. I'm not sure how much cock swinging Dabo uh, does. I, I'm not sure either, he's but very, I, mean, I think he's a very religious man. I'm not sure. He's right, but I mean the team, the, 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 the team over there is just all about it right now. Yeah, and it's uh, like, why wouldn't you go to Clemson if, if you had the chance? I know. You know, it's like the Ohio so, State of the South. Right it is. Now. I mean, it's you like know? I mean, you play college baseball, you go to LSU. Um, you know, or Florida State, or Oklahoma, or somewhere like that. You know, if you're playing college football, I mean. Right now, Clemson, Alabama. I mean, it's Ohio always the State. south. The southeast is where you want to be. Oh yeah, definitely. So it definitely is. So that that started my. I mean, well, technically, my weekend started with a Crystal Palace rare win right against on. Burnley, two nil. They could have had like ten goals. They were just missing so many shots. But um, that was fun. Then f- the rest of like American football just kind of sucked for me. And then the weekend ended, and now it's here Tuesday. Right, and we're sitting and here having some beers on the couch and recording this podcast, and we're having some controversy. Did you did you watch the uh, bowl selection show? I or, or the uh, the playoff selection show at noon. I, I I did because I woke up at eleven thirty. Yeah, and I was like, sweet, and I'm in the middle of like, all right, I'm like an hour into or half an hour into um you know Sunday countdown. And like, and we're leaving Sunday countdown. It was awesome seeing. You. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And then it went to bowl selection. I'm like, oh, well, that's why. Yeah, I mean, I, so, I was curious. I wasn't that surprised. Like, I thought, I thought Oklahoma was the right choice for the fourth seed. Yes, um, I do as well. 
Because you're not going to take a two-loss Georgia. Yeah, um, Georgia, Georgia lost their conference championship. Like I feel that like if you, you, lose, if you your lose your conference championship, you shouldn't get into the playoff. You shouldn't, even if it's like one loss Alabama. Like I, that's the thing. Like if if Alabama had lost that game, everyone would be like, "Well, they're still Alabama, so they could go in as like the three. Right. But why why co- should it be that way? Yeah, if you lose your conference championship, you're done. This Sorry. conference championship thing is ruining a lot of this things that I don't like about football. This is why we need to expand to like. The eight. I think at eight. Least. If you had eight this year, you'd have like Ohio State in, Washington in, yep. UCF in. UCF. Uh, you could still have Georgia as an at-large team. Yep. Notre Dame would be in as an at-large team. Well, yeah, because they're independent. You, yeah. you take like the winner of each of the Power Five conferences, like conference championship game, and then pick three at-large teams to round out the field. Definitely. And this year, like, you'd really have like one wild card team that would be Georgia. You know, because Notre Dame and UCF were both undefeated, right. so they'd have to go in. So, what would happen if there were like five undefeated teams? I don't know. We'll figure so, that out. So, did you happens. watch? So, you watched the selection show? I just flipped to it long enough to see who the right. games were, and but, then I flipped but, back to whatever else okay. I was watching. But Sunday was fucking beautiful out, and it was sixty-five <sighs> degrees. Yeah, the Steelers played late. Did you go like ride your bike? No, I did. You go do anything? I pulled in all the flower pots and porch ornaments and shit. Because it's not, it's not going to be 60 degrees for much longer. Right. I played, so I, I started winterizing. And I played, then I hung some Christmas lights. I, I played 12 holes. Oh, good for you. I played 12 holes. Where at? Up here? Mount Lebanon. Yeah. yeah. Mount Lebanon, of course, <sighs> I played 12 holes. Lebo. Um, You know, I played nine. And then, of course, I got done playing nine. And uh, one of the guys in the clubhouse was like, you want to go again? I'm like, yeah, sure. He goes, go ahead. Have fun. And then nice. Amanda and I had a thing later that afternoon. So I... I I, I played six more, and then good shit. Uh, yeah, so I played nine and six. Nine and six, what? Yeah, that's twelve, right? No, no, nine mm, and six. That's is fifteen. Fifteen. That's good though. Yeah, I played fifteen because I didn't play seven, eight, nine again. So when we played Shenley, we'd only ever play sixteen because we'd skip two of the holes that go across the road. Right. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> you'd skip. You just skip from like. You'd skip. You'd play seven. And then you'd skip ahead to ten. Yeah, and, you, I, and I, you'd do, and yeah. you'd get like eight on the way back yeah, to I, eighteen. Yeah, when I played Levi, I played one through nine. I went back through, and I played one through six, and six finished at the clubhouse. I dropped the card off, and I was yeah. like, "All right." And I, I went back, and I made, and I had uh, Taste of Lawrenceville on Sunday, which was oh. an outdoor event. Mm. A scheduled. I saw that on the news. It was a scheduled outdoor event. Yeah, I saw that on the news on yeah, Sunday. I yeah. was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, yeah. So and they I had mean, like the cookie crawl or something. Yeah, yeah the yeah. cookie crawl was going on, and the Taste of Lawrenceville. I mean, and I went down. Did that. We got our picture taken with, uh, in the Santa area and so forth. It was pretty cool. Nice. nice. Uh, we had some fun. We had some drinks. And then we went to the game. And then um, the game kind of sucks. So we had some Fiori's Pizza on the way home. Well, so. let's, you know, I love going to Fiori's after games. Mm. Like, I, you know. Right? I didn't go to the game, but I'm going to Fiori's just to people watch. Oh, yeah. Because, like, everybody who, like, coming up the hill and is hungry for a pizza... I mean, or, or it's like shit. I need to eat right now, and I gotta get to work at nine a.m. Yeah, or well, eight a.m. You know they whatever. they will fix you up, Steve. Oh yeah, they will. They will. Those fierce pieces will get you right. Man, now I'm gonna have to go get one. Uh, you don't have time anymore. Well, I don't, but I mean, I will like tonight. This will linger with me. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna just forget I know, about I know. this. I know. When you walk in the house, and you're like, oh shit, there's a fierce pizza. It's box. that guy on the box, man. <laughs> He's unmistakable. Mm-hmm. I could pick them out with like totally a scope. Is. I'd be like, "That's a Fiori's pizza." 
So speaking about some like football playoffs and bullshit and whatnot and what's going on this weekend coming up, mm-hmm. um, WPIL. Now I'm gonna rattle off a list here. Not all of them are the WPIL. Yeah, this is PIAA. This is PIAA state championships this weekend at Hershey Park, uh, out there by the chocolate factory in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have six A uh, Harrisburg against St. Joseph's. Lame. No Western PA teams, lame, don't care. Right? Uh, uh, St. Joseph's Prep, sorry. Prep. Yeah, I, I, I know St. Joseph's Prep. Yeah, and then um, Quad A, or sorry, 5A, uh, Mannheim Central against Penn Hills. Let's go Penn Hills. Penn Hills is your uh, Whipple team in that one uh, right there. Uh, 4A is Imhept. Imhotep. Imhotep. Is that is that here? I'm not sure. There's a couple, like, no, Imani is here. I think Imhotep is in Philly. Okay, and they're yeah. playing Cathedral Prep, who I'm going to claim that for Western PA. Even though it's Erie. It's Erie. It's Western, it's, it's it's Western. Western PA. It's like there two it hours from here, but yeah. it's, you know, they, they play a lot of Whippeal teams now anyway. Right. And then um, three A's, Middletown and Quippa. Quippa, okay. Yeah, mi- mi- Quippa. I mean, Quippa's always strong in football. Mm. There's a lot of guys that have played in the NFL um, that are currently in the NFL, and they're probably going to go to the NFL out of Quippa. Yeah. Um, that's just how, how it is. Uh, 2A, uh, Southern uh, Columbia against Wilmington. I don't know where those are. Neither do I. Uh, 1A is uh, Lackawanna, uh Trail against Farrell. And Farrell's close. Farrell's in Sharon, or it's like yeah, outside yeah. of Sharon. Yeah. In fact, it... they are called the Steelers. Really? So, you know, at least one Steelers won last weekend. Right? The Farrell Steelers. Yeah, so you have this is your uh, high school football folks. Um, they'll be on what PCN probably. PC, yeah, they'll be on PCN. On so might not be in high def. No, it might not. No, I know for me it's not high def. Yeah. PCN's like fucking like channel eleven. I always want. I always want to check it out, and like I, I can't find it. I've, there's other channels that are like. Yeah, like, it like, makes sense that like Turner Classic Movies would not have a, a an HD channel because right. movies predate right HD. HD. But it turns out I never watch it anymore. Because, like, back in the old days, it was, like, right up there, like, past TNT. Right. Now it's, like, hidden down in the standard def range. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, so P- PCN is probably, like, like channel, like, 13 or 14 for yeah. me or somewhere around Some, there. Somewhere in, like, the or low my, double or, digits. Or, 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 actually, I think for me it might be, like, 102 or something. I don't okay. know. I, I, it depends on your cable provider. Yeah, you got to have, like, a way to search now. If your DVR, like, you know, doesn't have a search feature, then, you know, get on the phone and upgrade that shit. Definitely do that. I mean, if not for the you know high school football, do it. So basically, we have so basically football. we have two complete whippy old teams come out of here, Penn Hills, and then um, we have Quippa. Yeah, uh, going in. Quippa's always been a powerhouse in high school football since you and I were kids. Um, same thing as Penn Hills. Um, you know, back in the day, I played in the four A area. I mean, you played in the four A area. I, so I did so, not play. But well, you yeah. didn't play, but. I mean, but Penn Hills and Central Catholic definitely had some of their tangles. Oh yeah, that was um, Penn yeah, Hills like, and North Hills that we had some of their tangles. When I was when I was there, like they didn't play in this North Hills bullshit conference. Like it was like Central, Woody High, Penn Hills, Gateway, McKeesport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they you'd, you'd play Norwin. Up. You know, you'd you'd play. I mean, you, you wouldn't go to the South Hills like ever. 
Yeah. Except for for home games because Mount Lebanon was our home stadium that my freshman year. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, well, it took Central- like an hour to get to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Central Catholic never has ever had their home own home stadium. Yeah, they've always used somebody else's. It's like uh, Saint LaSalle uses Dormont Stadium, Keystone Oaks home field, and also Canavan uses. Canavan uses uses Dormont, but Seton actually plays at uh, Hannes Wagner Field in Carnegie. Really? Yes. When they they started doing that, like the last two years, mm, it's been going on for a few more than that. Because that I know whenever I when Canavan would... started playing at, at KO. Ah. See, like when when you lived over that way, like Seton did play there, but then like Canavan started playing there, and Seton went to go play in Carnegie, which makes no sense to me, because like Canavan's in East Carnegie, right? And Carnegie's in Carnegie, whereas like Seton LaSalle is in. You know, like Mount Lebanon slash Brookline area. And Mount Lebanon, Dormont. They're on like little corners. Mount little Lebanon, triangle. Dormont, yeah. Brookline. They're in that corner. You could probably hit Seton LaSalle with one of your drives off my like roof. You know, I could. I could. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a poke. It's like a par five. I couldn't hit with a drive. No, it would be a drive and a three wood. Yeah. But... So we're you know what I'm talking about. Like it's okay. But hey, like traveling from Mount Lebanon to Carnegie to play a football game is not as bad as traveling to Hershey for mm. any reason. Nowhere. So good luck to all the teams that are going to Hershey. I hope they have good weather. So and come to, I hope everyone has a fun time and meets lots of kisses. So come to find out, um, I have a, a one of my bosses at work. Mm-hmm. His daughter. His daughter is on the freshman football team for Penn Hills. Okay. And she will be at States uh, on the sidelines wearing her jersey and so forth. She's nice. not dressing for this game. Yeah, I mean. But has a chance for a state championship ring. Um, his, very cool. His daughter, his daughter plays linebacker. And I've met his daughter. You do not look at her and be like, oh, you're a linebacker. She's, what? She's, she's not petite. She's not big she's like a jerry olsavsky type she's she's there okay and paul congratulations to your daughter i hope you listen to my podcast um hey man and congratulations to you and your daughter going to state's championship for football she's a freshman she's on the freshman team and next year you said um you talked to me and and said she was gonna be uh going to varsity squad so well congratulations to that i hope they win because you know there's like a bajillion teams in 5A now. Mm-hmm. So the odds of going back to the finals two years in a row, you know, I don't, I don't even know what they are. Right. Um, and you know what? She gets to say championship ring. She can wear that for the next three mm-hmm. years, have no worries, and be like, boom. You know, they, they started the Whippeal like in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And Central won their first Whippeal title in 1988. And, it, you know, it probably felt like they'd be able to do it again and again and again. And it took them almost like fifteen years to win another one. And then they won six in a row, including like the whole time I was there. And then they won six in a row. So yeah, something like that. I mean, <laughs> details, you know. But it happens. I mean, I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad you're following this stuff because I really have checked out on high school I, football for the year. I, I pretty much have for the most part. Um, but I talked to my boss and whatnot, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, my daughter plays." I'm like, "Oh, oh so I'll keep an eye on it." Um, also, uh, something about checking out on for a while uh, was the PGA Tour. Um, we talk about it uh, immensely a lot in the summertime because yeah. that's a big thing. Um, we talked a little bit about the match. 
Yeah, the match. We did talk about the match with the uh, Tiger and Phil match. Uh, the conclusion is that I should have ordered it because I would have gotten a refund. Yes, you would have gotten a refund. Um, I, I just like getting refunds. I don't even want to watch we it. We talked last week about the Hero World Challenge. Uh, so last weekend was the Hero World Challenge. Um, and it was fun to watch because you had the best pros in the world playing. Mm-hmm. You had 18 guys uh, playing. John Rom did win this match. Um and uh, it was the Albany course in Nassau, Bahamas. Nice. Tiger, Tiger, it's his tournament. Yeah. Right? So Tiger put this tournament together years ago, and it, he sponsors the tournament. It's his tournament. The trophy is actually a tiger. If you look at the trophy, it's actually like a bangled tiger. Nice. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, he finished second to last in his own tournament, but he's still ranked in the top 18. So we got to play in it, because uh, Tiger's ranked 13 in the world right now. It's his um, party. It's his party. He and finished he'll the, shank the ball out of bounds if he wants he, to. He finished the tournament plus one, um, which he was the second to last golfer. Uh, Hideki Matsusama finished plus three. Those were the only two to finish in the plus category. Everybody else finished at a minus. Um, nobody was at a zero. Everybody else finished minus. Those two were plus. Um, so, right now, that was your last PGA event for the calendar year. On the PGA event, on the PGA Tour year, um, that starts up again the first weekend in January on the Hawaii Swing at Kapalua Plantation Course. Um, and that'll start the... First weekend in January. Man. And that's when you're going to have Mickelson and McElroy and all those guys. All your big names are going to be playing in that. And that's when the PGA Tour actually kicks off. I'll be ready for that. I'll some, be some I'll, Hawaiian vistas. Oh, yeah. That's going to look I'll be nice. ready for that as well. Um, We're here in the deep freeze. Because like we talked, like, you know, the PGA Tour ended after the um, Tour Championship, which Tiger won. And the FedEx Cup was won that day as well. Um, and then they had like two weeks off. And then their the PGA Tour calendar started two weeks later. Mm. But the calendar year and so forth. So this was like the last PGA Tour uh, tournament on the calendar year for normal people. But the golf tour, now they have a month off. So there's that. Uh but keep your eyes open. I mean, I love hey, how the only month that the golfers get off is like the holidays. Yeah, December. It's like That's this is it. a real serious job. Yeah, you know, yeah, pretty much. Like, we'll give you Christmas and Thanksgiving off. Yeah, but like other than that. And if you're Tiger you and Phil, out. you don't even have Thanksgiving off. But well, well <laughs> I mean, Tiger maybe should have taken Thanksgiving off that one. Day. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but no, I mean, it, it's awesome. I mean, you know, hey, we had a 65 degree day in Pittsburgh. I went and played fucking, you know. Fifteen holes. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a random. We're gonna have another random day or two mm. coming up that will be like, ah, it's gonna be like sixty-five degrees on like yeah. a Tuesday in like January. Well, that's the key. Like, Shit, you, go you, hit golf. You change what's acceptable to you because like you're just you're just working with a range of numbers. 
Yeah. You know, instead of a range from like the 60s to the 80s, you're dealing with like stuff from like the 20s to the 50s. I know. So like the, like Friday when it was like 48 degrees, I was like, I'm going to go running. And like it felt <laughs> it was so nice out, you know, comparatively. Yeah. You know, get to running. Like Julia's stepdad, he's, he says like in North Carolina, like you can't golf every day all year round, but there's at least one day a week that's decent enough to play golf. Like even in Chapel Hill. Oh yeah. You know? So like that, you know. It's again, it's all about your perspective. Me, like I only play golf when I can wear shorts. Me too. I only play golf when I can wear shorts. That's just that's just me. I that's wanna, it. That's I don't want to get yelled at for like tracking my pants through the mud and getting like the cuffs all like muddy and grass stained. Yeah, and then know? and then having Julia be like, "Hey, uh, now I gotta like shout these out." And my shit. mom still washes my pants, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you drive your pants across the city to I, when Got I it. walk in the mud I do <laughs> Got it So speaking about walking in mud And even though these guys don't play in a real field How about the river hounds um, Apparently well, well played I like that segue Yeah. Did you see the division 2 uh, soccer finals Or at Highmark I did not It was like 30 something degrees Last week Like Thursday I think and they they were on uh, the app on the Bleacher Report app is how I found out about it. But like the D two final, for oh soccer. well, well the the D two uh, college they the had volleyball a, is up yeah, at the Columbo. Yeah, yeah. Well, well they had a thing at uh, at my work. Oh yeah, before all that went down, like it was like the cross country, the volleyball, the soccer, the girls field hockey, and all the fall sports championships were held in Pittsburgh. Yeah. for the D two, and they all had a, a whole venue buyout at my work that's cool for everything that's real cool yeah yeah it was awesome um but it was a very uh cold day for soccer at yeah, I mean, it's a cold day anywhere right now in yeah. this town but, but anyway so i so the riverhounds news i i did see yeah so they sold a contract of cristiano uh francois to ottawa fury football club and the hounds signed uh defender ryan james um, so how do you feel about those two? I like I mean, Francois. I don't know Ryan James. I I, I like Francois. Either. He's, you know, he, he was one of like the attacking forwards and, you know, they're still going to have Nico Brett, you know, who scored a lot of goals. So yeah, I was a little bit puzzled by them getting rid of Francois, but you know, I guess they need, they, you know, they felt the need to strengthen their defense or I don't really know what their budget is. Um, you know what I did see about the the transfer was that it wasn't I didn't see a price so I don't I don't know you know if they're getting a lot of money in like sometimes you just have to sell a player because another team needs them and like Ottawa was bad they might be just paying up for some attacking talent is what I'm saying well but then again it's like the the uh, contract situation is in soccer clubs own your contract it's not like free agency in the NFL or MLB or it's not like trades they they like sell your contract. No, I mean you still you can still be like out of contract and go sign somewhere else. Okay. Um the difference is that they they don't trade. Like, you know, you're just you're just buying a contract. Um sometimes you pay like if they're under contract, like you've got to pay a transfer fee. Okay. So like how this would work is like Ottawa would pay a transfer fee to the Riverhounds. All right, so they they would they would buy his contract, but they're not just paying the value of the contract. You know, like the Hounds are getting that contract off their books and they're going to have the money instead. 
but they're also going to get a little windfall from the transfer fee is how it works and it's very complicated where it they have it set up where like your like pub team will get a kickback if you sign for like real madrid okay. like somehow some way like all that like you know like m- the money just gets like redistributed down the food chain you know because these are the people who are developing you know so like even in the premier league there's clubs that have a reputation for being sellers you know like they have a good academy you know they get kids when they're like 12 years old you know teach them how to be elite level football players and then they just like sell them on to manchester united or you know chelsea or like one of like the top six clubs um now the riverhounds like they don't need to be doing that because you know they're one of the best teams in the usl yes to me i i mean maybe they've got maybe they're going to get some more attackers you know in tryouts which are coming up well that's correct because um you know don't forget that the hounds do have an open tryout uh, December 7th and 8th, which is, what, this weekend, uh, coming up. And um, we talked briefly about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, they wanted you to have some type of either um, pro soccer or college soccer uh and skill set with you. So, like, you and I can't go try out. We're no, I can't go try out. I, uh, you have more soccer experience than I do. I have zero. Um, so, yeah. And also, don't forget that the uh, preseason starts February 10th. I looked at the schedule, mm-hmm. uh, the preseason. So, the first, there's five games that are, they're playing um, Pitt. They're playing uh, Robert Morris. They're playing Point Park. They're playing Cleveland State. And they're playing another college because the USL sets up for their preseason games playing college teams, which the college teams are setting up to play their college schedule. Mm. So, hey, let's play a pro team. Go for it. The pro, the, the pro teams look at us like, oh, it's a warm-up game. The college team's like, we're going to beat these guys. Not always, yeah. Oh, and, and, and oh, there's a lot of college teams that beat the pro teams. I mean, By all happens. means, yeah. it does. And, and uh, and then after that, in March, the regular season starts for the Riverhounds. So they run March through October, and there's ticket packages available that start at $99 for season tickets for the Riverhounds. I do not know... What that ticket package includes. I mean, that's, that's like 19 USL games. Well, I mean, is that one seat or is that two seats? I don't know. For, I'd say for like one seat for $99, like you're getting 19 home games. 19 just home in, games. Just in the league. I don't know if um, like US Open Cup is included or if they play like, well, if they play a friendly against like a touring team right, from Europe, right. that's going to be a separate thing. Right. But you might get like priority. Yeah, you know, like like Wigan Wigan came here like a few years ago, like after they had won the FA Cup, and they played at Highmark, and you know, like I would imagine season season ticket holders get like first first crack right. at those. And don't forget, you went down dollar beers two hours before the game. Yeah, again, like I didn't drink the dollar beers. No, uh, yeah, because you had I, other I stuff on your plate. They, they're kind of small. Yeah. They're like nine ounces. Like I got two hands. Yeah. And I had some chicken tendies. Yeah. So right. I needed a tall boy. Yeah. Right. I needed a 24-ounce can. And that's like, you know, almost three 9-ounce cups exactly. in one can. But they do have the dollar beers. And good chicken tenders. Good chicken tenders and so forth. Um, but there's a lot of offering going on at Highmark Stadium uh, with the River Hounds. Check those guys out. I mean, I know soccer's big right now. Uh, 
It's been big for years, especially your younger kids. It's getting bigger. So it's getting bigger and bigger because uh, the the parents about football. You know, uh, parents aren't putting the kids into football uh, with the full contact and everything else like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, you can play soccer. You still get your your reps in. You still get your uh, ton of running. Ton of okay. running. Uh, um, Bernie energy. Yeah. All that, and you're not killing your brain. You're not killing your head. Whatever. And then if um, you and then if you're like six feet tall when you're in, in high school, like you yeah, know, then go, go play, play football. Then they go play football. You know, uh, but so you'll, the, you'll have like plenty of like opportunity to learn how to catch. Yeah. So parents, this is something. If your kids are into soccer, you can check out and and get a season ticket plan or even a partial season ticket plan. Yeah. Uh, or Honestly, even no, there, there's wanna, also game packages. Get, that they if have, you're a uh, parent, sign your kid up for soccer. Yeah, because I see ton like the Riverhounds just give tickets away like candy to youth leagues. Oh yeah, they do. You know what I mean? Like, like the game I went to, I mean like a third of the section, you know, was junior down soccer down teams. by where I was standing. Junior was, soccer was teams. kids in like matching jerseys. Yeah. yeah, you know from from some like and they you know they welcome them on the scoreboard and everything. Yeah, and I mean if, your kid's not gonna like soccer if you just like make him go sit at the games. Like I played it. It's the easiest sport yeah. to get kids to play. Um, like t balls, hilarious. It's a very cost effective. When, sport when the kids, for kids don't know what they're doing or give All a shit do is because they're shoes. like tiny, it's hilarious. And like as you get older, like I think coaching needs to get better. Like I feel like where I played, like we didn't have good coaching. Like we had dads who didn't even understand the game necessarily. Like I remember yeah. my my dad like had to like talk with his assistant once because his assistant wanted to like set up the the lineup with midfielders which is a very important part of soccer the midfielders right my dad didn't see the point of midfielders because you in in, in america you play either offense or defense <laughs> or you do both but there's like no in between thing where you're like half one and half the other yeah you know, right? you know so, soccer's so, a little different it's a little different you know and like he knows that now but in, in the mid 80s that that was like Still in question in, in this country in certain corners as to whether or not a midfield was even worth employing. So you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody ever emphasized, like, doing headers or overlapping, you know, where, like, you're a defender, but you actually run past the midfielder because you've got the ball and nobody's trying to take it from you, you know? And these are all, like, you know, tactical things that I think kids are going to know now because they're watching Premier League on TV and they're playing FIFA. More importantly, they're they're learning all the rules from the damn video game, you know. And they and they have a better understanding of like, you know, what what kind of plays like work, like how to run off the ball, you know, when to make a cut, like how to stay on side while running off the ball and receiving a pass. I mean, it can only get better. And yes, like do go to the Riverhounds. You know, I was I was just in Market Square, and there's a booth that sells. Um, Soccer scarves. Yeah, they and do. I and I heard a guy I was like just telling, the other day. I heard a guy like telling his kid like the kid didn't know about European teams, you know, but he knew about the Riverhounds, right? Because that's like the local team who the kids get to actually go see. But he know? didn't know about like Chelsea but he didn't know and about Liverpool like, yeah. and Manchester yeah, so like, and Dortmund yeah. and all those. It's important to know about the higher leagues because you know it gives you something to like dream about. You know, you'll you'll never be as famous as like. You know Aaron Rodgers, if you play in the MLS, but if you play for you know a Premier League team, you might be. 
right? someday. And there's you a know? lot of 17 year old kids who go play in the Premier League and mm-hmm. blow it up. Pulisic might go to the Premier League. That American, yeah. that kid from Hershey. Yeah, he's in he's in Germany now, and his team's not not having such a great year, so they might sell him. He's not uh he's not happy there, and he will be out of contract at the end of the season. So during the January transfer window is like the most opportune time for them to move him, because then they'll get a transfer fee in return. That's good. Because once once the season's over, he can just go wherever he wants, and they won't get you know jack squat. Well, that happens. But in the meantime of things happening, uh, we actually got to go ahead and take a break right now and um, listen to a few things uh, from our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, uh, which thank you, Michael Sorg, for producing this show and uh, all the other shows that Sorgatron Media Studios does produce. We'll be back in just a few moments. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back. Second uh, segment here. Um, Matt, you actually got to do the Penguin game tonight, and I got to watch the Penguin game tonight. Why does it work? Uh, Tonight's game was quite interesting, um, where the Pens scored three goals right quick. In the first mm. period, and the second period, give three goals up, uh, and they go in pretty the third. Quick, per- pretty quick on that as pretty, well. Pretty, pretty quick on that as well. And in the third period, uh, the Pens got three goals back, mm. and, and then the Pens didn't get three goals back. Well, Patrick no, the, Hornquist got three goals. Well, back. Uh, Patrick Hornquist got a natural hat trick in the third period. Incredible. Uh, which the fastest awesome. hat trick in Penguins history. Pretty much. No, literally. No, it was. Oh, two you, minutes. Well, you, you, you did two the game. Two minutes and so. forty. Five seconds, forty-seven, two forty-something was the, okay. the total elapsed game time from his first goal to his third. Okay, which was the fastest natural hat trick in Penguins history, and something like only twenty players in the history of the NHL have done it faster. Okay, so he put himself in elite company tonight. There he did, and it was hat night. It was hat they night. They gave away free so, hats. So, <laughs> you ever been I, at a game and you're like, "Oh, I hope, I hope they don't score a hat trick because I'm wearing a hat that I like and I don't want to throw it on the ice." Yeah, well, you don't have to worry about uh, that tonight. Because and they you can't you see this because we're on audio. Uh, but I'm raising my hand over here, <laughs> and I've totally been at hat night at a Penguin game, and somebody scored a hat trick, and guess where my hat went from the free hat at the gate. Down? Uh, down on the ice. That's what, who wouldn't? Um, and also, I have a thing about, like, I wear hats a lot, but when I go to a Penguin game, I don't wear a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the event there is a hat trick, I do not want to be, like, convinced by the people around me that I have to throw my hat. Mm. I'm like, you know what? I spent 30 bucks on this shit. Yeah. Um... I'm not throwing my thirty dollar hat on the ice. See, I, I and saw. And I got everybody around me going, "Throw your hat! Throw your hat! Throw your hat!" I'm like, "No!" Don't let people peer pressure you, man. I mean, it's like Bob Walker. Okay, says, okay, right? okay. The ball back. When I was 22, I was peer pressured. Yeah. 32, I was like, eh. I like this hat. And then like 40, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I have three hats, three baseball hats in my, like, steady rotation. Yeah. And 
if I don't have like three hats, like because they're all like sweaty and gross, you know, and I need to wash them, I mean that's bad. Like I can't, I can't sacrifice a hat. Maybe in the winter in hockey season, but like if I go to a playoff game ever and there's a hat trick, like I'm gonna need that hat for like doing yard work tomorrow. I can't throw it out, you know. But the only time I was ever added a Pens game where there was a hat trick, I was sitting in the last row of E balcony. So there wasn't really an angle where I could like throw yeah, a hat onto but, the ice. Okay, was it before the nets behind the uh... before the nets? But I mean, the F balcony was there, so you'd have to like aim it perfectly, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you can't be too high because you don't uh, want to hit. I think from E balcony last row. Oh wait, wait, F was there. F was there. Oh yeah, you couldn't make. You it. couldn't arc you it could, enough. You, to you get couldn't it over make the glass. it. No, no. If if you were the last row of F, I mean that's like throwing like a chocolate chip cookie. Like, on a short arc from your elbow. Plus, I was like probably wearing, like, a beanie hat that night, because it was in yeah. December. Yeah. I don't usually wear a baseball hat downtown in December, because I have ears. Yeah, that's true. That's just how I, you know, I have big ears. But the Pens did do some things, though, this week. Uh, they traded Daniel Sprong to the Ducks uh, for Marcus uh, Peterson. I think it's Pedersen, they were saying. Pedersen. Okay, I have it spelled correctly on our notes here. And it probably fixed it for you. And it did fix it for me mm-hmm. twice, and I went back. I'm like, no, this is what I want to say. And, yeah, so that makes sense now. Pedersen, um, Marcus Pedersen. He's also young. Defenseman. Uh, he is young. Daniel Sprung's young. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is Jim Rutherford's, we're going to shake things up and get it going to where I needed to go. They couldn't get Sprung into the lineup. Yeah, well, he he wasn't productive on a third line. Yeah, you know, he was a healthy scratch a lot. He he like wasn't ready to go now, and we need players who are ready to go now. And I think that the thing they need the most is better defense. Mm-hmm. Like this this year, goaltending also. But like we've talked before on this show, like you can't just you know roll down to the shops and pick up a goalie. You know, this is the NHL. Like, every team that's serious needs to have two these days. Um, how about Casey DeSmith? I mean, yeah, he let in three goals. <laughs> he let but, in three goals right quick. But you know what? But he had... He didn't rattle and he won the game. He didn't rattle, he won the game. Uh, Patrick Hornquist won that game. Yeah, sure. But definitely... But in the first period, it was balanced scoring. If, if that, It was. If that lead had held... The story would yeah, have been three one like, at the end of first. The story would have been Gino getting the goal. Um, um, yeah, it was Gino Crosby. Crosby, Gino, Crosby and, being awesome again. Gino finally breaking his like streak. And of then uh, who's the other goal? Uh, um, Broussard. Broussard, another person yeah. who's been taking a lot of heat lately. Yeah. So if that first period had held up, like you know, we wouldn't be talking about Hornquist. We'd be talking about Malkin and Broussard. So that's Definitely. good news. It's good news that we have Crosby. It's good news that they didn't like go into a shell after giving up three goals. Um, it's really good news that they, they did it to Varlamov because you know ex flyer, you know once a flyer always. Um, so yeah, I mean I was happy with that game. Wish I could have actually seen it. I'm I'm sure the visual of all the hats on the ice was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like where we are with the Penguins now, like they needed that win. You know, the trade I think. Like I said, they, they needed to bolster the defense. And it's it's always good when they win the first game with a new player. Yes. You know, they, they can start building chemistry right away about, like, this is how it's going to be done now. It is. So, um, 
The Pens still kind of searching for their identity uh, right now. Um, with Murray's skating. Murray's skating is good. Uh, I've been seeing that Murray's been skating. The Pens are, um, let's see now, 11, 10, and 5. Um, and they are 6th in the division. Um, the recent losses against the Avalanche on the road. And then the Flyers at home. I mean, the fucking hated Flyers. I mean, and again, they were up on the Flyers 3-0. Yeah. Um, and then they lost 4-3. Like, what the fuck? Um, that was good. That's why it was nice to see them blow a lead and not lose. Exactly. So, did you watch any of the Flyers game? No. So, you missed I this. was watching another team in orange beating up on a Pittsburgh team. <laughs> right. Purple and orange. Yeah. Um, so you didn't see the uh, Simmons and Alexiak fight? No, but they referenced it tonight. Oh, about how it was dude. a heavyweight fight. Dude. Which you don't see anymore. Dude, it's like you went to a fucking boxing match and a hockey game broke out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the uh, Simmons-Alexiak fight was, was one of the best fights of ages. Um. Those two got into it, and it wasn't like halfway through the game and whatnot. It was a minute and a half into the game, and those two dropped the gloves and went at it. And I'm sure you're on Twitter a lot more than you are on any other social media platform. Um, that the video of or the snippet of Alexia just going like this. And you, you can't see us, but I'm, like, pushing my arm off. Mm. And it's showing, like, the refs to, like, get away, get away, get away. Oh, they were trying to stop them. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and sometimes they, being they, a they, linesman. They went at it, and they went at it, and they went at There's blood on the ice. It was great. Um, I actually got to watch it. It was awesome. Um, but, yeah. It, I mean... Yeah, I had a couple TVs in front of me at work that a night. A couple? So, you are yeah. saying you had like 130-some? That's in the building. Oh, okay. That's in the building. Um, what I have in front of me is... Uh, I have five behind me, one directly in front, and three on an angle. So, five, six, nine. I have nine where I can... Either have to turn around or watch directly or watch on an angle. But anyway, um, yeah. So it, it was great. It was a good old time hockey fight. It was, um, and it's the Flyers and the Pens, and you and you expect that and whatnot. But what you don't expect is Tom fucking Wilson to go ahead and make a run at a guy uh, from the Devils. What the fuck was his name i have it right here uh, brett sini yeah brett sini uh, to make a run at him brett sini i watched the play probably about a dozen times brett sini has the puck passes the puck and you see tom wilson coming from behind the blue line in the neutral ice and making a beeline for the dude and then just fucking shoulder checks his shoulder and head at the same time and knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. He got a match penalty, 10-minute major, game misconduct, um, on that shit. Uh, and he's never 
gets a he, he didn't get a call from the NHL player safety. Uh, and none of that bullshit. It's a joke. It makes now, me. It makes me not even want to care. No, no, he. Hockey, you, you know. know? No, his next suspension. He had a twenty game suspension. Got mm-hmm. reduced to fourteen because of the uh, CBA that they have. Um, got reduced to fourteen. His next suspension is up for forty two games, which is a half a season. So. All right, so why the fuck isn't he getting 42 games right now? Really? I, I, the I'm dude's surprised. a fucking headhunter. And like you said, I'm on Twitter the most. Yeah, you so are. I saw it on Twitter, and I also saw, you know, I, Twitter was where I learned that he was not going to get a uh, hearing. So I think at first I was like, well, I don't know if I trust the accuracy of that tweet because a lot of shit on there is just total BS. Right. You know? So, and then I got distracted because, again, because it's Twitter, you know, 240 characters right. later, I'm already on to the next thing, which is, like, something that's not even hockey-related that is either outrageous or hilarious or both. Well, remember you know, when Twitter was only 180 characters? Yeah. it's What is it now? It's it two, used to it, be 140. Now it's 280. Yeah, it used to be... It was 180. Now it's 240. No, no, no. They doubled it. It was, it was 140. Now it's 280. Okay. I said 240 earlier. That was that was just my mistake. Yeah. But you could write... There's no law that you have to use all 280 characters. No, you don't. So I could write a 240-character tweet about right. how I think Tom Wilson should have been disciplined for that hit but wasn't. Okay? But I don't have a check mark next to my name, so no one's going to believe me. Pretty because much. that's a preposterous saying, like, if you've seen the hit. The fact that nothing... Really? Nothing? Nothing. Nothing came out of that. Like, you don't even need to make that check. If if Cini had the puck on his stick, you really don't need to be, like, going to his head with your shoulder like no. that. But the no, guy no. made a pass and was just standing there watching the play develop. And just total blindside. Like, they, they coach the players, you know, to, like, watch your blindside when you're going into the boards. He wasn't anywhere near the boards. No, he wasn't. You know? Like, they ought to coach the players... Anytime you're on the ice with Tom Wilson, watch your blindside. And since you're not responsible for following the line changes that the other teams make, and you just have to assume, anytime you're playing the Washington Capitals, that your head's in danger. Pretty much. Because, I mean, you know, you and I have watched the NHL since we were kids, and watched the Penguins, and watched other teams. And there's been a lot of goons mm-hmm. in the league. Ty Domi um, <laughs> was a big one. Bob Probert. Um, Bugard. Uh, Bugard. Sadly well, was, no longer with us. Uh, Knuckles Nylon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they made a fucking Netflix um, documentary gotta about Knuckles that. Nylon. Gotta see that. You have to yeah. see it. It's awesome. Um they made a Netflix documentary about it. It's called Goon. If you haven't watched I've heard it, about it. Like, I... Yeah, like, I... You know. It's on the list of Netflix movies I need to watch. Right. The, the reason I don't cancel my Netflix... Right. Because I'll never... The, the list is just infinite of things that I you know, want to watch um, but don't have time to watch. Uh, I'm surprised ESPN 30 for 30 hasn't done a Goon episode. Um, They will. They will. I mean, I know we always reference the 30 for 30, but they haven't done an NHL goon episode. They, they um, should. They should have they, the, uh, they, the Hanson brothers. Oh, 
That would be a little, Which, a little like, mean, lighthearted I, like, intro material. I mean, and if you're in Pittsburgh, you see Dave Hansen around town mm. pretty much probably once a month. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he shops here. But, um, yeah. Uh, the game has evolved to where you don't need goons anymore. I mean, maybe you do. You need one, maybe. It doesn't help you. I mean, it doesn't help you because you have to you have to sacrifice a skilled player. Mm-hmm. You can't roll four lines, no. Because you know a fourth line is it's a checking line. It's it's not a yeah. goon line. There's people who maybe don't know hockey that well don't understand the difference between a checking line and just people who go out and try to start shit. Like to be on a to be a good checking line. Like you got to be able to skate. You got to be able to at least like play the puck because if you're four checking and the defender coughs up the puck because you've got them like pinned in their own corners. Like you got to be able to do something with the puck, or they're just going to going to go on a break, and your ass is going to be trailing. You know. Well, so like a, a goon has no place in hockey except to fight and to take a job away from someone who could actually be part of like a coherent system of you know offensive hockey. Plus the concussion thing, well, which makes the yeah. NHL like it. It's really upon the NHL to like get rid of fighting or to minimize it because like we don't need people just like punching each other in the head and giving each other like cte and als you know for fun like no the the players should be able to respect each other enough that they don't do the cheap shots like tom wilson does exactly and then you want to speak on that a little bit more you got guys in a league that have not won a cup or that have won a few cups um Crosby. Pens win another cup. He retires? Mm. You know, hey, four cups, five shots. There you go. Yeah. Um, Brendan Saad, three cups, four shots. There you go. Um, stuff like that. Um, some of these young guys. I mean, Crosby's young to us. In hockey, he's older. <laughs> I mean, he's over 30 in hockey. Mm. But then, you know, you got, you know, old dad out there playing at 41. Yeah. You know, for the Pens. I mean, you know, he, he's won a couple of the Pens. Actually, did he win one or two? Was he on both? Was he on 16 and 17? I can't remember right now. But. I Yeah, I. I think he was. I think he I was on both. I want to say he was, yeah. I want to say uh, he was at least on one, if not both. He wouldn't be, like, he seems popular enough that he was there for two. Yeah. You know? um, but, you know. But I, then again, Gary Roberts is still hugely popular. And, right. You know. And he won the cup in 09. And, and then he won the cup in, he, he won two cups. One with the Devils. Yeah. And one with the Pens. Um, I'm just saying that leadership, you know. Yeah. You Some got, people say there's nothing to it, but. No, there's a leadership role Definitely, completely. Especially um, when you're dealing with a workspace. Any workspace where you've got like 40-year-olds, like one or two people who are like in their like upper 30s to early 40s, and then like a whole shit ton of like 18 through 25-year-olds, like someone better lead. It doesn't have to be one of the old guys. Can you come to where I work, please? No, I've, I've <laughs> been there, done that, man. Man. It's tough. But anyway. I don't want to um, manage anybody. 
That's not my goal. I've I, never aspired I, to manage hey, hey, people. I don't manage at all. Yeah. I'd make less money if I managed. But, um... Exactly. Managing's a joke. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, but no. Uh, the pens, man, they're... Uh, again, one of my bosses at work said, from Chicago, he's a Blackhawks mm. fan, and we... I've heard of this guy. And we talked tonight, and we're watching the pens game at work, and he's like, Man, he goes, the Pens score quick, and they get the lead. He goes, and they give up that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how about your Blackhawks right now? He goes, uh, I think they're worse than the Pens are. They fired their coach already. He so. goes, he goes, because the Blackhawks don't score goals. They give up a lot of goals, and they get back in to, like, within one goal, and they have to pull their goalie. He goes, and then they tied up. He goes, and then they lose in overtime. He goes, at least you have a lead to give up. <laughs> I'm like, I understand, but it still sucks. Yeah. He goes, but then, he, but then he looks at me. He goes, look at the bright side. I'm like, what's the bright side? He goes, depends on the Blackhawks. Both have the same thing. He goes, they always kick it in the second half of the season. Yeah. Which we've both seen before. You're building for a long run. You know, it's a long run to the Stanley Cup, so why, why not? Yeah. Like, it is. We, we know it's not panic time. It's Episode panic 61, time. still not panic time. No, not panic Episode time. Episode 71? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That might be, yeah. So let's, let's, we gotta, we gotta, like, you know, get ourselves yeah. into position yeah, here yeah. over these next 10 I, weeks. I mean, what, January's the All-Star break, so, um, the All-Star break is pretty much... All right, first half's over, second half starts, and then if actually probably episode eighty-one, then we'd be like, ah, pens are in or pens are out at that point. Mm. Uh, right now, uh, if you locked up the standings, right now, pens are out. Um, now, now, but they won tonight. They won tonight. They and did playing they... on the island Thursday. Uh, no, the island's here. No, they're playing on the island. Wait, today's... They're playing in Nassau County. No, no, no. The Islanders come here, and then they go to the island next and, week. Oh, and then they go. So it's like yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I can't wait. I mean... It's actually... all about the tailgating. You know that, right? Are they actually playing on the island or they're yeah, playing in Brooklyn? They're, they're playing a bu- no, they're playing a bunch of games. First of all, Brooklyn is on the island. Right, yeah. But they're playing I mean, a bunch of games in Nassau County Coliseum. Oh, right on. And um, So we have that shit? It's about the tailgate. There's yeah. nowhere to tailgate in Brooklyn. No, there's Islanders no fans to like to tailgate. Yeah, they do. So, yeah, they're going back to Uniondale. And they've, they've the arena's like, they've made some light renovations. I'm sure it's still pretty much a dump. But they built one of those, like, entertainment districts around there, like, similar to... You know, like Station Square, or like you know, like the Power and Light District in Kansas City, and they're they're calling it like Uniondale Live or some shit. And nah, there's gonna be a new arena out there eventually, and they're they're gonna be playing back there full time. But that's like, good. It's that's their home. You know, that's their home. They're not they're not gonna like make it in Brooklyn. Like it's. I mean, the Nassau Mausoleum, you know, is what's been known throughout the NHL and whatnot. It's a very old um, building. It's a very old I, I building. Get I get the joke. Uh, you know, but hey, you know what? 
the Islanders had their run. They were a great run. There's it's it's history. They need a new building, and yeah. the Islanders need to be back on the island. Well, they'll be getting that. So and they're then they're going back. So yeah, that's where their fans are. So and, yeah, did you hear uh, today? I'm sure you saw it across your Twitter. The NHL uh, approves Seattle. Yeah, I actually didn't hear about it until during the Pens game when I had to like yeah say it out loud. And I was oh, like, oh shit! I'm not surprised. I think everybody knew that's where they were going to go next. Right? Uh, Seattle gets awarded uh, a team. It bounces out the uh, Western Conference um, to make an even team for the West. Yeah, because there's 31 the teams now. Yeah. There's one more team in the East than yep. there is in the West. Uh, and it gives Vancouver a natural rival. I guess. Uh, Don't yeah. they already have natural rivals? Aren't, aren't they already like natural rivals with like every other Edmonton? team? Edmonton. Especially Edmonton. Edmonton. Um, but now it gives them a natural... Uh, Geographic rival. Geographical bus rival. Yeah, that's, that's easy, a bus easy game. for the fans. That's a bus game, easy yeah. for the fans. It's like a 45 um, Yeah. Uh, they'll begin play in 2021-2022 season. So we're heading into 19. Um, so there's like three more years before they're in. No, no, no. No, we're heading into 19. Um, and we'll finish the 18-19 season. Yeah, so the and rest then, of this uh, year and then two more whole seasons. No, 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 no. No, 20 and 21. Or no, no, it's 21-22. Sorry, sorry, 21-22. Yeah. So it's this season, the next, and then... After that, they'll have their expansion draft and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be the 21-22 season. Um, that there'll be an expansion draft, and you can picture one of your beloved Penguins being unprotected and getting picked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can guarantee you it's not going to be Crosby, Latang, Malkin. Uh, that's it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, those guys are going to retire as Penguins. I mean... Probably. Or... They did leave Flurry unprotected, just saying. Well, I mean, that was... You don't know You don't know what their roster needs are going to be in yeah, three years. that's true. I, I have no clue what the roster needs are in three years. I have no clue what the Penguins roster needs are in three years. I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect a trade. No. I don't know, you know. I'm I'm so far from it. I just I think it makes sense that they traded for a D. But other than that, like the roster needs, like I'm not the guy you want to ask. I mean, I know what my roster need personally right now. Yeah. And that's a perfect pepperoni pizza from Slice on Broadway. Yes. Uh, you you could be, be my awesome. starting you could be my starting everything. Yes. You, you could play any position on the field if you would bring me a Slice on Broadway pepperoni pizza. It would be awesome right now. Or the one with the spinach that is also quite good. Oh, well, you need to find out. We'll need to find out what that pizza is. And we'll just have it, have it delivered to the house. Yeah. Um, but ne- yes. Next time. Next time. Oh, uh, we'll get that going. The Athena. <laughs> oh, the Athena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Athena needs to be delivered to the house. We'll we'll, we'll make that happen eventually. We could do one pepperoni too. You know, yeah, we'll so do you pepperoni. Can still have your meat. Yeah, like I like a veggie pizza, like a meat pizza. 
I but like uh, Slice on Broadway, uh, those folks, uh, Broadway Avenue in Beachview, uh, Broadway Avenue in um, Carnegie, and then also out there in the East End as well as the North Shore uh, in PNC Park. Yeah. Uh, those folks, Slice on Broadway, big supporters of Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, uh, as well as... Big supporters of everything about pizza. Cause and Happy Hungry Bellies. They support that. Yes. We enjoy them immensely. Yeah. Uh, and then at that point, uh, listen to these folks coming up here at the Silvertron Media Studios in Beachview with upcoming podcasts that you can listen to here. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back for our final segment here at Bold Sports. We're going to talk about football because that's what Pittsburgh gets up about. Um, Sometimes a little too up. A little too up, a little too down at points. Um, yeah, I, I guess you're right. A little too down in this case. You know, uh, so this past weekend we had the NCAA um, championship weekend, which here in Pittsburgh we were fortunate enough to have Pitt, the University of Pittsburgh, in the ACC championship game. They did play Clemson. Um now, if you followed college football, Clemson's a powerhouse. They're ridiculous right now. Yeah, um, they are awesome. Dabo Sweeney, the coach, he kind of gives you that attitude of like, you know, if you're a casual football guy or whatnot, you kind of want to punch him in the face. But uh, he's not Nick Saban, but he's coming close. Um, you know, uh, he, he he's just that, yeah, we're here, we're going to win, we're going to do what we do and get it done. And he's got that southern accent with him and everything else, and it's it's awesome. Uh, congratulations to Clemson for winning the ACC championship over <sighs> top of Pitt. Um, they made Pitt look like they were stupid. They were the better team. Oh, they are the better team. It would have taken, like, I think everyone knew going in that, like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, know, everyone nobody, knew... Nobody was saying Pitt had no I, chance. I, 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 I put it this way. Um, the Vegas line was 27 and a half. Clemson covered. All right? Yeah. I took Pitt to cover. Uh. So... Ah, fuck, I lost that one. But anyway... That would seem generous to me as well. Yeah. But the, the twenty-seven and a half in the ACC championship game, twenty-seven and a half in a championship game. I'm gonna call a cover on that. I mean, I I, I didn't think that it was gonna be as Clemson's just too well-rounded. They are well-rounded. Um, Pitt, on the other hand, they they really just rely on the running game almost exclusively. They do. Um, even in even in games like I don't know, like the Syracuse game. Or like the the Wake Forest game, right? You know, like they're they're getting a lot of their yardage from scrambles. Like mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett is great at scrambling. 
not so much at like throwing down the middle of the field. Yeah, uh, Pitt's passing game, even even in like the games they didn't get blown out. You know, it, the the offense is really geared around like getting the ball to Olison and French and like letting them run. You're not you're not throwing the ball downfield as much. You're you're relying on like handoffs, pitches, and runs after catches on like little out routes. Um, I'm I'm not saying that they would have beat Clemson if they were more well rounded because you got to have execution, you've got to have the the athletic talent, and like Clemson just gets better recruits. I mean, there's no secret there. Um, would have been fun to see Pitt like at least take it into the second half, but it you know it was they, like time they, to like run the clock in the third quarter. They were in the game until halfway through the second half, and then halfway through the second half is whenever like Clemson is like, "No, nope, go fuck yourself. We're we're in this," um, and whatnot. Um. After that, it's like, shit, we're just going to get blown out. And it's what happened. Mm. Um, um, a game that we thought was going to be a blowout uh, was not, was the Alabama-Georgia game. Um, Alabama was down until the third quarter. Georgia choked. Uh, Georgia choked. Georgia choked. Georgia made a dumbass fucking move on a fake punt? Mm-hmm. Really? That was the turn of the game at at, at the uh, was it in the second half? Yeah, in the second half, Georgia made a fake punt, and then Alabama sniffed that shit out quick. Uh, well, they and, had their like you know they had like a backup um, quarterback. Yeah, they had as a backup like quarterback the, as like the last blocker. As like the blocker, nobody's falling for that. Yeah, if yeah, your yeah, number yeah. is like in the single digits, yeah, like you're not coming on to be the last blocker in front of the punter in a in an honest punt yeah. formation. I mean, but the Alabama Georgia game, like Georgia had the lead all the way through till the fourth quarter, and then I'm, I'm sitting there being that guy, being like, "Yeah, go dogs, go dogs." Yeah, because I just want to see Alabama lose. Exactly. Um, but then we know with the college bullshit, Alabama still be probably a number four. Probably. Um, if Alabama had whatnot, lost, it might it might have hurt. You know. You know. Also, I work with three Alabama people, so yeah. I'm like, <sighs> you know, and I'm also the guy that I go to work on Saturdays with my Notre Dame jersey on, and they're like. Oh, Notre Dame, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, you, you guys are too good to play anybody good. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like what? Notre, Notre Dame what? plays a gauntlet every year. I'm like, I'm like, they're like, yeah, you're, you're in the college playoff because you're independent. I'm like, no. You know, uh, the Big Ten could have invited Notre Dame to join. You know. And, at any and, point. Yeah, exactly. At any point they could Ex- have. At any point. Um, and now it just I, makes more sense for them to be independent yeah. because of the money. Yeah, they got a TV exactly. deal. Exactly, they got a TV you deal. Know? You could you could have invited them in the eighties. But to here's join the Big but, Ten. But here's the thing, and everybody always says, "Oh, Notre Dame, you know, you're so Notre Dame high and mighty." You know what? Notre Dame has to go undefeated every year. Yeah. To get into a fourteen playoff, yeah, I don't feel high and mighty like. I don't I'm not like, a Notre like I didn't go no, to Notre Dame. No, near lie. The people who feel high and mighty about Notre Dame, like I think it's got more to do with like the overall experience yeah. and the academics 
than it does the football team. Because although the football is an integral part of the student life experience in Notre Dame, they haven't won anything for 30 years. No. You know? Uh, wait, wait, wait. So there's really no... no wait, I don't wait, know wait. anybody who talks a- a- smack. A- a- 88. 88. 30 years. Yeah. Shit, fuck you. God, I'm sorry, old. man. We're old. God, we're old. I'm invited to your uh, 40th birthday party. I I mean... Uh, <laughs> stop. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, Notre Dame is Notre Dame, and they're the, the they're the just team that you want to go play for as a kid growing up in Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, um, Western New York, um, and whatnot. I mean, I did. I'm you're an Ohio. Irish Catholic kid growing yeah. up in Pittsburgh, yeah. and you're like, oh. If I can't, if Notre Dame doesn't accept me, I'll go to Pitt. Okay. I mean, I'd I'd have probably settled for you know Penn State. You know, but but <laughs> you and I weren't. If high Penn school, State wanted me, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you and I weren't high school football studs by all means. So I never not, played. Yeah, uh, exactly. I so, was just a regular stud yeah, in high school. Yeah, uh, yeah, you are. Um, but no, so. But Notre Dame is is Notre Dame, and that's what it is. Uh, they're they're number three in the country right now. Um, they're gonna go ahead and play um, Clemson, and but they didn't have to play anybody last week, and I think that rubs people. Yeah. With with this new like college conference championship game. Yeah. The fact that one of the undefeated team, like the only undefeated team that was idle on Saturday, was Notre Dame. Like even South Florida, I'm sorry, Central Florida. Uh, well, was out, was out there defending their undefeated well, record. Well, yeah, and they, and they won. Almost, they almost blew it, too. And they almost lost against Memphis. Yeah. Memphis almost beat them. And then US, uh, sorry, UCF. Mm. Um, UFC is a different sport. Yeah. UCF almost lost mm-hmm. to Memphis. And they were down. They went to halftime. Down twenty eight points. Yeah, I mean they were down at the like the um, outset. They were down seven nothing yeah. in the first quarter. They were down twenty eight points at the half. And there were some questionable and they came back calls. To win. Well, some questionable keep, calls. Keep, all right, all right, questionable calls. But keep in mind, uh, UCS quarterback is in the hospital. Yeah, and he was laying in his hospital bed, like, "Hey, thank you very much." Da, 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 da. And they threw that on the big screen. Oh wow! At <clears> halftime. <throat> Of him in his hospital bed, you know, uh, with a broken everything. But speaking of broken everything, Redskins, whatever. What? We'll get to that. Yeah, we're not on. Yeah. Um, wow. But, um, you know, uh, UCF, congratulations. Uh, winning with your backup quarterback. Uh, also, Alabama, congratulations, winning with your backup. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, well, but that that was supposed to be he's supposed to be their starting quarterback. He lost the job. Yeah, he did. He lost the job. Yeah, and um, you know, Nick Saban said after after the game last year, after the championship game last year, that like, you know, he's gonna roll with Tua, right? And you know, like the guy's hurt, so now you know Jalen Hurts is back, and that that was a Big story, and I think a lot of people are so just sick of hearing about Alabama now. 
that they're that they're not paying attention to like you know how fascinating that is that, you know that that somebody failed on the biggest stage possible got benched and his team went on to win and hasn't lost since they're like two years undefeated now and he gets to come back in and you know save the winning streak like they were in a lot of trouble they almost mm-hmm. lost to georgia mm-hmm. and um you know some people are so cynical and they just they don't think that's interesting like because maybe just their their bias against alabama or maybe they just don't like you know big teams and like Heartwarming stories. How could you? How could you not like a story about a guy who lost his job, like getting his job back? You know, because the only other person who can do his job got hurt, and then he actually like, you know, excels and wins the game. Like I, I don't have a heart of stone. Like I'm not a big Bama fan, but I have feelings. And like that, that's a, you know, that was a good outcome and a happy story. Well, it sucks that Georgia blew it. And well, I, I know some, I know some Ohio State fans who are not too happy about Georgia. I know it. some Ohio State fans that are not too happy right now. Uh, those same Ohio State don't fans, lose you to know Purdue well. and almost lose. Yeah, to Maryland. don't don't lose to Purdue, and then and almost lose to Maryland, and also lose to Maryland. I mean, that's but, indefensible. Um, yeah, uh, but. Uh, our resident Alabama fan, I actually was out with yesterday. Oh, yeah. I was out with him yesterday, and um, him and I were both like, look, he goes, if he comes down to a fucking Bama Notre Dame game, him and I'll be hanging out together at a local spot together, uh, and we will do the whole um, shop or score um, rule. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hopefully, Notre Dame beats Clemson because you know what, Clemson's tough as fuck. But I'm, I'm honestly, I'm on the fence. Like, I actually think Notre Dame will probably lose to Clemson. And 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 my opinion, in my opinion, I'm not Adam Scheffner. I'm not. Stephen A. Smith, I'm not anybody. Notre Dame is going to lose Clemson. And Clemson's going to go play Alabama for the National Again. 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 I hope Oklahoma and Notre Dame are in the final. That'd be awesome. Just for shits and giggles. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I just, like, I've been... Okay, so I was rooting against Clemson two weeks ago. When they played Carolina. And then I had to root against them when they played Pitt. Right. And it only got worse. I'm hoping Notre Dame can at least reverse the trend. And like actually cover the spread. Well, betting-wise, cover the spread. but Betting-wise, but I want them... Obviously, if they're covering, the spread's going to be what? Right. It's, it's not going to um, be more than a touchdown. Uh, Well, no. It's the Cotton Bowl, so... Um, they're playing each other in neutral field. Clemson, I think, is favored by like 10. 10? God. I think. I mean, I can pull it up right now. But Look, I I don't plan to gamble on it. I just, you know. If they're within a touchdown at the end, then that means they're within one play of tying. That's the way I look at it. 
You know, just just be in it. You know, when they went to the final against Alabama that year, um, I don't even remember who they played in. In oh no, they didn't have a playoff back then. They just got placed in the final against Alabama, hmm. and they got their asses kicked. Like now, I have to prepare for them to get their asses kicked in a game that's not even the final, and it seems like bullshit. Wait, they're showing. Oh shit! Yeah, they're showing Clemson minus eleven and a half. Okay, so that's yeah, that's a two score. Eh. Yeah. So, Hell, I think no. I think Notre Dame can finish within two touchdowns of Clemson. Well, we also talked about, like, Pitt and Notre Dame both being, you know, bad bets. And, you know, they're favored, but you take the under um, and whatnot. But that's betting-wise. So, also, I never bet my favorite teams because they always disappoint me. So yeah. there's that. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't bet teams that disappoint you because it's it's bad enough when you don't have any money riding on it. Um, I don't know if that's got anything to do with the Steelers. I really don't bet on the Steelers, especially. They they have. A habit. I never bet the Steelers. They have a habit of breaking my heart. The only time okay, here's the only time to bet the Steelers. If they're the under at home, that's the only time to bet the Steelers. Because they always cover. And uh, we'll get into the Steelers in a minute. But I have on this little piece of technology that's in front of me. um, Bowl games. Oh, good. Bowl games. So... The Air Force uh, Reserve Celebration Bowl. Uh, North Carolina versus Alcorn State. Yeah, that's going on. How about the uh, Auto Nation Cure Bowl? Tulane versus Louisiana. Uh, North Mexico Bowl. Texas. No, North Texas, Utah. Uh, Mitsubishi Bowl. Fresno. Uh, versus Arizona. Uh, the Recom Bowl. Georgia Southern, Eastern Michigan. And the Arden L. Uh, New Orleans Bowl. Middle Tennessee, Appalachian State. Which Appalachian State gets a lot of shit thrown at them. But they just make a bowl game. We saw Appalachian State years ago beat Michigan. Yeah. And... They still get shit thrown at them. Well, you know, they went D1 recently, so they're up for it. They like they like to have the shit thrown at them. It's, you know, it's better than to not have shit thrown at you. Because when if they're not throwing shit at you, it means you're irrelevant. <laughs> Anyone who matters gets shit thrown at them. Yeah. That's how, that's how the world works. <laughs> Correct. If no one's throwing shit at you, then, like... 
you need to become more obnoxious or like better at what you do. How about UAB Northern Illinois? Uh, what's that? Trey Bundy, Boca Rotondo. What? There's so many bowls. Out yeah, here right there's now. so many bowls. Why are we uh, bowls? The DXL Frisco, DSL Frisco Bowl, San Diego, Ohio. Uh, oh, bad, God. bad boy Mowers, Gasparilla Bowl, Marshall U USF. Oh, that's, that's a home game for USF though. It is. It's in Tampa. Yeah, Ramy James Stadium. Uh. Makers wanted Bahamas Bowl, FIU, Toledo. FIU, isn't that where um, Lane Kiffin's at? I believe so. Florida yeah. International, go Owls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Western Michigan, BYU, uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl. That's on a blue field, though, isn't it? Isn't that on a blue field? Yeah, the famous, the famous Idaho, Boise, Idaho, yeah. famous Idaho Blue Field Bowl. Uh, Memphis Wake, uh, Jared Birmingham Bowl, uh, Lockheed Martin Army Forces Bowl, Houston Army, and Fix, Fix, Fix. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Buffalo and Troy, uh, Dollar General Bowl, uh, SoFi Hawaii Bowl, Hawaii and Louisiana Tech. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that that's, classic that's, rivalry. Yeah, it's played in Hawaii. Oh. Um, and then you got Sir Peroff, First Responder Bowl. What? Boston College, Boise State. God. Uh, that's in Dallas. Minnesota Georgia Tech, Quick and Lane Bowl. Uh, Cheese It Bowl. Cheese It Bowl? Is that a real bowl? Yeah, Cheese It Bowl. Who's in it? California TCU. Bullshit! My newsfeed's been telling me all year that West Virginia's going to the Cheez-It Bowl. And I, I... I just thought it was a joke. I didn't think it was a real bowl. I, like, I started seeing those ads after West Virginia got their first loss, and I just thought they were, like, rubbing it in. <laughs> and I, I just thought, they're like, oh, like, you suck, you're going to the Cheez-It Bowl. There's a really actually a Cheez-It Bowl? And, no, and, and there's no West Virginia? Well, yeah. So you've been lying to me, Twitter? Apparently. My, my sponsored ads? I don't trust my sponsored ads now. The, um... What a bunch of bullshit. The Walk-Ons Independent Bowl, Temple and Duke, New Era Pinstripe Bowl, which is the Yankee Stadium, by the way, uh, Miami, Wisconsin. That's actually an interesting one to watch. Yeah, I'll watch that one. Uh, Academy Sports... Uh, outdoors Texas Bowl is Beller Vanderbilt. You have Franklin American Mort Franklin American Mort Music City Bowl. Oh, mortgage. You're looking at the abbreviation for yeah, mortgage. Yeah, I am. There's too many. These sponsor names are so long. Purdue and uh, Auburn. Uh, the Camping World Bowl, which we thought maybe. Pitt might get in. No. We're not camping. Uh, we're not camping this year. We're, we're going not, in the sun. But here's what the camping world boys, West Virginia and Syracuse. Ooh. Why wouldn't you put Pitt in that game? West Virginia Pitt? Come on. 
Or Pitt Syracuse, except they already played. Right? Valero Alamo Bowl, which we all know, Iowa State and Washington State. How about South Carolina? Talk to the lovely Julia mm. about this. South Carolina, Virginia. The Belk Bowl, which we also thought Pitt might get. They didn't. Um, that's the Belk Bowl. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Uh, Florida, Michigan. How about the Nova uh, Home Loans Arizona Bowl? Arkansas, Nevada. Goodyear Cotton Bowl. Notre Dame, Clemson. And then the Capital One Orange Bowl. Oklahoma, Alabama. Uh, and then that's played on the 29th. By the way, uh, those two bowls are played, and those are significant bowls. But on the 31st, you have a uh, military bowl. Since uh, Votek, you have the Hyundai Sun Bowl. Pitt. Hello, Pitt. Yeah. Uh, playing Stanford. That should be a good win for them. Should be. Should. Uh, Red what, Box. Stanford? Really? Yeah. You think they could just beat Stanford like that? I think. Mm. Uh, I don't know, man. These bowl games, like, they got so much time off in between. Well, well, like, who, who could say? Well, that's the Sun Bowl. And it's Houston, El Paso, Texas. Two o'clock in the afternoon? Sure. Uh, uh, the Red Box Bowl. Michigan. Uh, Michigan State. Uh, Oregon. Arizona Liberty Bowl, uh, Missouri Oklahoma State. You have the SDCCU, whatever bowl, uh, Utah Northwestern, and then the Tax Slayer Bowl, NC State, Texas A&M. January first, which I think should be the. Teller Voltel's Bulls. I don't think they should be whatever. Uh, January 1st, Outback Bowl, Mississippi State, Iowa, uh, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, LSU, UCF, uh, the Valero Bowl, uh, Kentucky, Penn State, uh, Rose Bowl, Washington, Ohio State, All State Bowl, Texas, Georgia, and in the uh, Bowl Championship Series. So Monday, January 7th, with the winners of go back five days to get the winners of Notre Dame, Clemson, and Alabama. And is Alabama playing? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So yeah, I honestly personally think that. Uh, what we think and what we do are two different things. So, yeah. It's bullshit. So, yeah. I don't know. A lot of bulls. I, I hate having to wait for the ones that actually matter. I know. It um, sucks. If you're not gambling, like, the ones that are in, like, you know, mid to late December, they, they're not really interesting at all. Unless it's your team. And we're pretty lucky here that, like, you know... Pitt's going to a decent bowl. 
They're going to assemble. They and, played it before. They once that was the coach. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be all right. You know. That was a that was that one game where there was like it was very windy and the final was like 6 to 3. Mhm. That was like one of the worst football games I've ever seen. Right. So no, I'm just saying the Sun Bowl is not like it sounds like pleasant, like it's the Sun Bowl, but it it could also be the Wind Bowl. Just be aware if you if you're planning on tuning in. Right. So in the meantime, how about those fucking Steelers, man? I I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Let me count the ways. Um That game was horribly officiated. It was horribly officiated. We cannot blame the game wholly on the officiating. No, and I'm not saying that. Like I was watching the game like before like the Steelers blew it all. You know, when it was still a close game in the second half. And I, I was still thinking to myself, like, they're really letting a lot of shit go. Yeah. You know, I didn't just come up with the refs as a scapegoat after the result. Yeah, I mean, like, special they, teams they were had letting issues. a lot of shit go. Special teams had issues all the way through the game. Um, wide receivers missing passes and whatnot. Uh, that's... Ben throwing picks. Well, okay. Ben threw one pick. And you know what picky threw? It looked like a fucking one-wing fucking duck. It was the worst. Like, he was throwing a floater pass to the quarter of the end zone. Uh, you know, at, at like a two-minute warning or some shit. Mm-hmm. That's what Ben's... That, that That's Ben's pick. That's... You know, I'm over here... Like, sorry, I'm spitting right now. But You're spitting mad I'm about sp- the Steelers. I'm spitting mad about the I'm spitting. I'm sorry. But... No. That interception he threw... It was like a, it was a floater pass, like he was going to the corny end zone, but he was at the 30-yard line. Like, that motherfucker, really. Like, uh I just want to, like, and a minute sitting on the couch, and I'm, like, going nuts. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? You're throwing a floater pass to the, ah! Uh! Mm. And she's like, you okay? I'm like, uh, no, I'm not okay. But. You know, yeah. It didn't look good. No. Um, the defense, though, in the second half. You know, you know who that running back reminded me of. Uh, you remember Natron uh-huh. Means on Tech Mobile? Oh my God! No, no, no. Natron Means, San Diego. Yeah. Natron Means. Yeah. Tech My uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Tecmo he was Super unstoppable. Bowl. He was. Not that, quite like Bo Jackson. That's level, a name I haven't heard for 20 years. Jesus Christ. I, I, I was bringing that up to anyone who would listen to me during the second half Shit. on Sunday night. Like, I, oh. I haven't seen, I haven't been dominated like that by a Chargers running back since Natron means. Cause, Not cause even with Daniel Thomas, Thomason? He wasn't that type of runner. No, he was, he, uh, was, he was like a flats kind of guy. Yeah, he was like, like this, a, this dude was like going. He's like a Le'Veon Bell type runner. Yeah. Oh, this guy was like Davion Bell. Sorry, I mentioned it. But. Well, I mean, because of James Conner's ankle injury, yeah. are we missing Le'Veon now? Uh, kind of, kind of a little bit, kind of a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't think we're missing him. I don't think that that's the reason they lost. No, Connor Connor had some good runs at key yeah. times. Yeah, um, I put this I put this more on the defense. Definitely. And, a very no. untimely interception. Uh, and the refs. 
the refs. The refs. Uh, okay, you cannot not speak about the refs. You know what? We don't have to pay money to New York, Mike Tomlin. Um, but which is bullshit. Like free speech. Yeah, but when what? you're in your and you you speak on some shit, you you're gonna get hit for it. Is that in his contract? It, it is. But bullshit. Um, you and I don't have to pay money to New York to the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know what? The fucking refs fucked up three, three major calls, maybe four. There was what the um, the block in the back on the punt. The return. block in the back on the punt return. Uh, there was the offsides on. Sorry, um, the false start on the receiving touchdown, mm. and then there was the. Uh, offsides on the um, final touchdown. So yeah, mm. there was three. Those touchdowns shouldn't have been called. Yeah, uh, touchdowns because of plays that were not called. Right. And if the NFL wants to get all high and mighty and be like, oh, you know, uh, we call it as we can on the field and so forth, and then we'll review in the booth later. Well, were you in a fucking booth? You didn't see that on the review? Or you didn't see that in New York? Whatever. I mean, there was three touchdowns that San Diego scored that shouldn't have been touchdowns. And call me the evil eye or the uh, random yinzer on my couch Watching the game. I mean, you're... Or by random Yenzer in the stands watching the game. But... Were you in the stands? Yeah, I was in the stands. Oh, lucky, lucky you. Yeah, I mean, it happens. You didn't get choked out or anything? No, I didn't get choked out. Right, you know, then, uh, you weren't, then you weren't that bad of a Yenzer. I was not that bad of a Yenzer. These games that, like, tear us apart are the worst. Yeah, You they know, do. when they just suck from the beginning, like, everyone's like, oh, they suck. But when, when it's close... And there's a lot of like questionable calls. People mm-hmm. get really upset. They do. Don't turn your anger on your fellow human, okay? Even if they're a Chargers fan, like it's it's not the Chargers' fault. Like they're trying to win. It's their job. You know the refs know. suck. It's the refs' job. There's a lot to... of bad calls though, yeah. and there's three major ones that cost the Steelers a loss, but the Steelers could have done more. That kick, the the the. Uh, I don't know what that, that was center, fucking... Did you see the video? He's like he like fucking like jerks off the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, time. Yeah, totally. No wonder they jumped offside. Yeah. I it mean, is enticing God. and so forth. But um but no, seriously, like um so this week, uh Connor's gonna be out for the game. Bummer. Uh ankle ankle sprain. Uh doesn't know uh Tomlin didn't say if it was a high ankle sprain or a low ankle sprain. Either way, it's an ankle sprain. It's not good. No. Trey Edmonds uh, was promoted from the practice squad to running back. Cool. Uh, for this week. Justin Hunter, who's a decent wideout for us, uh, he's out this week. Um, as well as several others that are injured uh, that will probably come in mostly all right all right here's a position players antonio brown i just want to say antonio brown because i'm using his name 
Mm. Not because he is or isn't Antonio Brown. Oh, I got a hangnail. Uh, I can't play this week. Um. Uh, sorry, no worries. Uh, Juju Smith's gonna back out for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Position players, wide receivers, running backs, whatnot. They seem to have more issues than the guys on the line, than the guys on the defense, than the, than the than tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And if you're a fantasy football player, which I know you are, you know what? Your tight ends are always solid at like a 15-point game-ish, maybe 10-point game-ish, depending on what tight end you have. But I love that. I love that you assume I have tight ends that are <laughs> you know, on garbage. You know, you know, but um, it, it it comes down to like, dude, you're paid millions of dollars. I don't care if you have a hangnail. Get the fuck out there. That's what it's about. Get yeah. Get it out and, and come down to it. Um, you know, uh, expecting a big boomerang from this week. And what I mean by big boomerang is you had a guy that was in a game laid the fuck out for a pass. Laid out. Like, ESPN even put out, like, look, he's diving air six feet underneath of him and missed the pass. And if he would have ran under it, he would have caught it and went for a touchdown. Yeah. Who was that guy? What, Washington? Last week, no, against in the um, it was Washington in the Denver game. It was Washington. Yep, it was Washington, but it was the other guy. No, 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 no. You're correct. It was Washington. Okay, and then he was sat out last week. Yeah, he was on the sidelines in like a hoodie and chilling, mm-hmm. and he was carrying a clipboard and whatnot. It was like his penalty to like, you know. Yeah. Hey, do better. Mm. This week he's starting. So, um, they're playing the Raiders. Okay. It's a tough place to go. All right, the black hole. The Raiders are the Raiders, but the Steelers have trouble with the Raiders. Yeah, the Steelers have trouble with the Raiders, and you know what? As the Steelers fan right now, we're having trouble with everybody. So, I don't want to hear. Oh, it's the Raiders. We got this game. No, fuck you. No, we don't. We, we no, should have no, no. had the San Diego game. Yeah, we should have the San or, Diego game. I'm sorry, game. the LA Chargers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We should have the Chargers game. Um, fuck you. We should have had the Cincinnati game. Fuck you. We should have had this game. No, like, it's like, um, it's the Raiders. We're in the black hole. And, you know what? Why do we play down to other teams? Why do we do dumb shit? I don't know. I'm not a coach. I'm not the coach of the Steelers. Um, if you ask me to go coach an NFL team right now, I'd be like, <laughs> are you going to pay me how much money? I'll take it. But we're going to lose, just to let you know. Because um, I'm not that smart. Um, I, I don't know. Um I want to say we're going in Oakland right now. 
ten point favorites? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what Vegas odds are. I haven't looked them up, but ten point favorites would be awesome. To lose three um, in a row would be devastating, and also yeah. completely out of character. Completely out of like, character. Even at their worst, like they don't lose three in a row. No, you know you don't you don't go eight and eight by losing three in a row, let alone ten five and one, which was, you know, what I had hoped for after they tied the first game, because I did predict ten and six. Yeah. So they're really not that far off what I expected. No, but 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 winning the division is key. Very key. Very key. I, because I don't think ten and six means you expect them to win the division, though. Right. Like but, I, I'm not. I'm saying that I did not predict the Steelers would win the division this year, and I'm, I went on record as saying that. Yeah, you did. And you said on this as, podcast as, as someone who picked a ten and six team. That means like wild card game, okay? That does not right. mean that does not mean bye week certainly. So they're about where I thought they'd be right, right. at this point. But so I, I way... can't complain too much. But they could be way better when you actually look at how each game plays out. Like but they're, they're but they losing games a, because they can of win mistakes, division, but not make a bye week. Yeah, so. they're they're losing games because of mistakes, because of bad calls. Like they're they're shooting themselves in the foot. They're they're doing costly turnovers. Like I'm I'm concerned what's going to happen when they get into a shootout with Oakland, like they have in the past. All right, Matt. Speak on the ref situation because the the refs in not only the Steelers game, Green Bay Packers game, the um, San Francisco game, the Giants game uh, was ridiculous. They're making calls or not more not making calls that were there. Um, it's kind of crazy right now. See, I, I feel like replay has ruined the refs in a very key way. Um, they know that they are going to get overturned by the league in a lot of cases if they make the wrong call. So, they will err on the side of caution when they make a call. Like, they, they will call it a touchdown, for example, when it's close. Because they know that all scoring plays are reviewed. So, there's no, um, you know, there's not as much pressure on them to get it right. Because if they're wrong, you know, someone else is going to, like, watch the replay and fix it for them. So, I feel, I feel like the refs are risk-averse when they make calls they, they don't want to put themselves out there anymore because they they would rather have the the league make the calls for them on the close calls so they, they will just like say like oh we'll spot the ball here and let them challenge and this is this is a problem because when when you make a system where like you only get a certain number of challenges and you lose a timeout if you're right. wrong like it's having too much of an impact on the games because teams are losing timeouts over calls that the refs like never really even intend to get right, you know, because they're they're just saying like, well, I'm just going to hedge my bets and let right. the replay sort it out. But then there's also those calls that the refs make, which are not refutable. Yeah, like uh, penalties, penalties, and so forth. Spots of oh, well, spots are challengeable. Spots but, are challengeable, but penalties are uh, not. Penalties are not. And that was a question. Or, or, or non calls, non call penalties are not. 
uh, not challengeable. Yeah, you can. So you forth. can't challenge. Like, you can't just throw the flag on the field and say, like, I think there was pass interference on that, you know? Um, you know, but it, it was a question on the final word I watched after the game All right. on Sunday night. And one of the questions, I watched final word too. One yeah. of the questions did you see where they were like should um I said should replays in. be or should replays be used on penalty calls? And as much as it sucked to like watch the Steelers lose because of questionable penalties or non-penalty calls, like I don't think I want to sit and watch an NFL game where like every damn thing that happens is replayed and reviewed. Oh, uh, no. Like, the games are already long enough and boring enough. Right. And, like, I don't want to sit there and watch, like, a holding call get reviewed. Because it's like... There's it's holding like a, every play. Exactly. Everyone who follows the NFL knows that. There's holding every play. And it play. sucks when your team is getting beat in the second half and then when of I a call, game that they dominated and then, and then the first call, half. And then when I call a holding call, I'm like, you're like, you're going to call that holding? But yet... The guy that was like wrapped around his neck, yeah, in the first quarter, exactly. Like holding, exactly. But yeah, I you know the guy that grabbed the shoulder pad in the third quarter as the running back runs by, you're gonna call that holding. I mean, I think you that know. to me, it's still very important to have games that are entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Now, as a Steelers fan. I guess I'd be happy if the game was five and a half hours long and they replayed every fucking thing of any consequence. Well, this past week, and yeah. the Steelers still won. You know, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. I guess, like, yeah. it wouldn't be entertaining. I'd do a lot of like dishes and other chores well, during the game because there was two touchdowns this past week that were questionable on yeah special teams with the illegal block in the back, and then also with. Um, the passing play and whatnot, but I'm just saying, like, do I want more replay in football? No, no. Do I do I want the Steelers to win games when they deserve to? Every day, every day. So maybe the solution is no replay in games that don't involve the Steelers, so that they're just like entertaining and fun to watch and take about <laughs> three hours to complete. And then the Steeler game can be like five and a half hours long and can come with a buffet every week so that there's plenty of like food and drink and conversation to be had during all of the replay reviews. Is that fair? Only replay for the Steelers, everyone else can get fucked? Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. It's like... I'm going to fix the NFL, that's how. Alright. You know... It's like we'll fix the Yankees and Red Sox, and we'll fix like the Penguins and the Blackhawks. Yankees, Red Sox, home runs are worth five points. <laughs> That's how I'd fix it. You'd have like the Yankees beat the Red Sox today, fifty-seven to fifty-three. It'd be like a college basketball score. Ah uh, shit, man! We're just getting into the best part of college basketball. Um, mm-hmm. Uh. January 1st actually starts the best part of college basketball. Conference play. Conference play. Mm-hmm. So that's when it gets into it. Pitt actually lost to Niagara. I saw that. Uh, the other night. Yeah, which... you know what? Like, it sucks, but Niagara's not a bad team for their conference. No, they're not. And they're the NEC? Yeah. NEC? With Robert Morris and a lot of them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 
it's it's a good they play good basketball there. Yeah. Um I'd rather see Pitt lose to a mid-major by one or two points than get blown out. Oh in the yeah. SEC. Um I know people hate moral victories in a lot of circuits like when you talk about sports, but for a team like Pitt who had the season that they had last year, um they had I, a I, shitty if season they if they year. can lose look like Iowa was a tough loss, Niagara was a tough loss. Yeah. But they shouldn't be demoralizing. Okay? No. There's a lot of good to take away from both those games. And you know, with Jeff Capel as the new coach, you know, it's on him They're to turn good. those losses into teachable moments so that they can be better in yeah, the conference. Yeah, and they're looking good. I still expect to see Pitt blown up by Duke at the Peterson Event Center this year. Yeah. Uh, I expect to see him blown. I expect to see Jalen Williams just what fucking... makes you What makes you think that, that Duke's any good this year? Uh, nothing. Elaborate for me. Uh, Duke's ridiculous in the NCAA. Uh, Jalen Williams is amazing. Uh, he's just blowing out teams. Uh, he's taking the the rock to the hole. Um, going nuts. Uh, Duke, in the meantime, is just ridiculous. They have three guys, three freshmen, that can go ahead and probably go in the NBA uh, anytime soon. Uh, does Duke win uh, the national championship this year in college basketball? Not sure. Uh, there's a lot of other teams that are vying for that. UNC is one. Uh, Kentucky, they're in there. Uh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga is number one right now in the nation. I'm not even sure. Uh, but I'm just telling you that when Duke comes to Pitt, who knows what's going to go on with that. Uh, they're just going to, you know, come in and play play basketball. And who knows? A pick it upset Duke. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they could be awesome. They could. It's tough. Like, ACC schedule is tough. Like, they're not going to go over again this year. No, they're not going to. And that's and that's progress. And you you learn to handle adversity by facing adversity. And sometimes you got to fail. You know, but you learn from it. And if if you've got a coach who's got the attention of his team, then they can learn from it. Like, if you lose your team, then. You know, that's when it gets toxic. Definitely. So I'm not sweating these two losses. Early early season losses for Pitt. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. So Pitt did win this at a game over Duke. Yeah. They, they they beat the Dukes, that's fine. Um, you know, Duquesne had their win last year. It's probably gonna go back to mostly Pitt. It just seems to be the way it goes, but it's it's a great it's a great tradition. It's you know. Not a lot of cities like Pitt, like Pittsburgh, have exactly two. Like, when is the um, what you called last year? What the hell was it you called the uh, Interstate three seventy six? What, <laughs> what Duquesne Robert Morris? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Parkway West 
I don't know. I, I forget what I call it. Yeah, it was... The Allegheny County game. Or, like, they, they should have, like, a series, you know, like the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy. Just call it, like, the County Executive's Trophy. Because Pitt, the Pitt never... The Rich Fitzgerald Cup. Pitt, Pitt, Pitt never plays Robert Morris. No, but Duquesne does. Duquesne does. Pitt should play Robert Morris, and they could do, like, a round robin. And they could call it the, the Rich Fitzgerald Trophy. And I was actually at a um, media conference... Uh, media event uh, this week with Richard Sherald. Yeah, he's yeah. a very nice guy. Yeah, way. he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, he's an avid bicyclist, you know. Oh. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were talking about uh, what's going on with Light Up Night and whatnot. We, can, we missed Light Up Night this year. Oh, sorry. Not Light Up Night. Sorry. First Night. Oh, First Night. First Night. Um, I was at that press conference. And there's a lot of good things going on. Yeah. At uh, first night, uh, a lot of bands playing at different stages throughout the city. Cool. Um, you have, you know, two, two, not one, but two firework sets. Oh yeah. You know, us users and fireworks. We love them. What the fuck? Mm. Right. Um, Even when it's like twenty degrees out. We'll still go watch fireworks. Yeah, we'll go watch fireworks. Hey, uh, fireworks! I'm in there. Bring a flask. Um, bring yeah, bring two flasks. <laughs> but no, uh, first night's going on. Uh, get your buttons. Uh, the button uh, gets you going on to um, all the events that are going on in the uh, cultural district and so forth. Art galleries, as well as um, some different restaurants and so forth. Uh, it's a good thing. Uh, spend first night in downtown Pittsburgh. Uh, enjoy it. You get the reverse bowl. Mm. Oh yeah, because um, it goes up. It goes up. Mm-hmm. It does from the uh, the old Horns Building, mm-hmm. which is now the um, uh, Highmark Highmark Building. Yeah. Uh, going up on the corner. You have that going on. But in the meantime, Matt, anything else going on uh, that you feel come up? Uh, college football, uh, sports weekend, college football. Army Navy game. Army is, Navy game. Is that is that this weekend? That's this weekend. Where's it at? Philly. It uh, sounds like it should yeah. be. You know, it should be in Philly. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, you know, I um. They changed it a few years here and there. My, uh, but my my girlfriend's brother in law is a West Point grad. All right. And he was, you know, telling us about. What it was like, you know, you got to go on a bus, okay? So Philly's a good, good mid- midway point for, uh, you know. I know we've talked about they should have it in Pittsburgh, but I hadn't considered how hard it is to get all the cadets and all the midshipmen. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an eight-hour bus trip. Yeah, and then like he he said yeah, like the way they would do but... it in Philly was that there was like three buses to go home. You know, like, or you had three options to go home. Like, you could get on the bus immediately after, or you could get on, like, the bus that left Philly at, like, 2 a.m., or you were on your own if you could get a pass. Like, if you if you could get leave for that weekend. Right. But then you were on your own, so, like, you know, if you didn't have, like, a friend or a sibling or a parent to drive you back to, you know, Annapolis or West Point. Um, so, you know, it's a logistical thing. Yeah. But, like, a lot of them, like, they don't get to go anywhere ever. 
Yeah, you know, so it's a big deal. It's a big deal to get on a bus and to go down to Philly for a football game. Annapolis, Annapolis to Philly is not too bad, but But, um, yeah, West Point, West Point to Philly's. eh. But anyway, like that's a rough ride. That was a very one-sided rivalry until the past couple years. Um, so, you know, I'll be checking that out on Saturday. Um, I'll be watching soccer and I'll be watching the Heisman ceremony a little bit. Yeah. Not the um, whole thing. Cause I don't care about all the speaking and whatnot. Right. But who I want to know who wins it. And it's, it's a cool moment to see them, you know, do the presentation, you know, see them. And then you the hope trophy. in 20 years they don't have to sell it to go make money. So you hope they don't have to like give it to the parents of the guy they murdered. Yeah, that's that's that, that too. Whatever happens to your Heisman, as long as you're not like using it to settle a civil wrongful death suit, OJ. like I'm okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't care who wins it as long as they don't kill anybody ever. <laughs> that's awesome. I we don't want anybody to kill anybody ever. No, no, no one kill anyone, but especially like if you do kill somebody, like just admit it. And just go to jail, and don't be an asshole and like lie about how you're gonna go find the real killers, because we know you're fucking lying. <laughs> All right, folks, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Bold Sports. It was number sixty-one, by the way. In the event you were counting, because we were. Uh, thank you very much. Have a great, great evening. And don't kill anyone. Don't kill anyone, please, because. Um, we haven't. Yeah, we yet. <laughs> yeah, Matt says yet. All right. Thank you all. Have a great evening. Enjoy it. Hey, Ians. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.